And when she prophesied it to me, I was literally sitting in this small church in a conference. I was at the lowest of the lowest point. Lila and I were in the shelter at that time. I'm like, God, I don't even understand what you're doing in my life and what's going on. So this woman literally began to, you know, talk to me. And then as she was talking and we were talking, she began to prophesy. And she was like, you're going to write books. And she's like, I see you this. And, you know, she said, I see you as a Joseph. You're going to be like standing in the gap, but you're going to write and you're going to this and you're going to. And I'm looking at her like, this ain't don't know <laughs> what is going on right now. <laughs> like, she's like speaking all these things to me. And I just, Lord, I don't see it. I receive it, but I don't see it right. at all. And so... You know, I always thought that my first book was going to be about me and Lila and my journey towards her healing, right? So I never even thought that this book, 30 Days of Thanks, was going to be my first book. And literally one day, God began to say to me in my prayer time, he says, I want you to, I want you to begin to write your journey down. He said, and I want... Hi, welcome to a new season of Your Sweetest Life with Stephanie J. I'm really excited for this new season. Hey, if you're new here, Your Sweetest Life with Stephanie J is a podcast for women who are on the edge of change, who just need a little information, inspiration, and motivation to move into you know, creating habits and routines that help them curate their sweetest life. So I hope you're here ready to learn, grow, and become the best version of yourself. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. You can also find me over on Instagram at Your Sweetest Life with Stephanie J and on Facebook at Your Sweetest Life with Stephanie J. So enjoy this podcast and keep reaching for your sweetest life. Um, grab your beverage, have a seat. I have a fabulous guest. I'm going to be bringing her on very shortly. Hey, Ashton. Be bringing our guest on very, 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 very shortly. So excited. She, we're going to be sharing from the author of 30 Days of Thanks. And this book has blessed my socks off so far. So I am very excited. There is Melissa to share her journey in this book. And we can't get it in the 30 minutes, so we might have to like bring her back on. Um, because I'm trying to do the lives a little bit shorter so that when they go on a podcast form that, you know, there's like people can listen to them in small chunks. So... I'm going to try to, we're going to try to do this in 30 minutes if we can. Um, if not, Melissa will come back, but I'm going to go ahead and get started because I want to bring her on. Very excited. Um, if you haven't already checked her out, go follow her over on 30 Days of Thanks um, on Instagram. So very, very excited. This book is blessing me so much and I'm just going to, I'm going to go, go ahead and get in and get started because I don't want to waste one moment of this time. So welcome to the Sweet Life Cafe. If you don't know who I am, my name is Stephanie J. Um, I'm a wife, a mom, and I share my journey of overcoming my own insecurities to achieve goals and to be able to move into a life I love, doing things that I love and surrounding myself with things and people I love. And that's your sweetest life. And I share my journey and I also share tools and resources here. And I love on the Sweet Life Cafe to bring in women who also are creating their sweetest life and share their journey, their you know business, whatever that has brought them their sweetest life. I like to bring them here to share them with you because God has given me this platform. So I'm going to use it to do any, any way that I can help any woman create a life that they love, 
That's what I'm here for. And so I like to bring women on who are doing that exact thing. They're working through life, trying to create a life they love. And so I'm really excited to bring Melissa on. So I'm going to go ahead and bring her in. So Melissa, get ready. I'm going to invite you. Oh, let's see. It's not showing you request to join room. Okay, Melissa, are you on here? Let's see. Um, trying to invite to change stuff up on us. So I got to figure out everything. Uh, while Melissa's coming on, I'm going to tell you, there she is looking gorgeous. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. Melissa, welcome to the Sweet Life Cafe. I'm going to share a little bit of your accolades. I'm going to just, I'm not going to go through everything because we might be here for like 15 minutes, uh, for 15 minutes of this, just going through all you've accomplished. But I'm going to start off just saying a little bit. This is Dr. Melissa Barber, who is the author of 30 Days of Thanks, A Journey Towards Healing and Deliverance. She's a CEO and the consultant company, 30 Days of Thanks. Um, completed her medical training at Latin American School of Medicine. And I'm not going to try to say, eat. I'm going to say Elon because I can't say the rest. I can't say La Escuela Latino Americana de Medicina. 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 I have not been taking my Spanish classes lately, so I'm going to be honest. My Spanish is like lacking from what it was like a year, of, like several months ago. Um, so she's the current, current, she is currently one of the principal investigators of the COVID-19 community Pesquisa Project, which seeks to investigate the impact of COVID-19 on the South Bronx communities. I'm going to jump down and I'm going to share a little. <laughs> There's so much, Melissa. Um, you know, I'm going to let you tell a little bit about this, but I'm going to say she has one primary role, which I think is one of the most beautiful things in the world. She is the single mother of an amazingly gifted autistic daughter, Delilah Christina, and currently resides in what she says, where she was born, the best place on earth. Which is. Welcome to the Sweet Life Cafe. Can you tell, like, I want you to share in your words, because, I mean, there's so much. Like, you wrote a whole book about your life journey, who you are and what you do. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's always a tough question because as you can see, that bio is is so well-versed and it has such a range of things. So yeah. I bless God because he has like just given my hands the skills to do so many things. So I would say um, that, you know, by training, I am a medical doctor. I am a community activist, um, an organizer, community organizer. I am a mom. I'm a writer. I'm a poet. I am a minister of the word of God. I am an uplifter of women. I am, uh, you know, just all these things, right? Um, um, and I seek to actually um, bring a level of one God to any, in any atmosphere, right? Um, but also to, in, in a way of restorative justice, I believe in the family, I believe in our communities, and I believe that the enemy has taken so much ground. So if you are part of any of my, uh, my women's tribes, they say, oh my God, she's the immortal combat annihilator. Cause always, um, every day, always, I'm like, take back our communities take back any and everything that has been stolen. So I would say that I'm all those things uh, wrapped up in one. 
But as you said, like my, one of my best and one of my favorite jobs is to be a mom to Miss Delilah Christina Barber, who is my daughter. She will be 19 next week. Um, Artistic. And just amazing. And so she has taught me so much about life. She has taught me so much about um, just being, um, why is it doing this in the middle of, <laughs> right? You of know, um, so she has just taught me so much about life and God has just used her in so many areas and so many ways to bless my life. And so I just, I just say that she's everything in all things in terms of my teacher, in terms of the person who makes me a better person, a better mom, a better friend. Um, she's why I do this. And, and, and so every day I wake up trying to be a better person and a better mom and trying to make a better world for her and the legacy that she'll bring I to this. I love that you say that. I mean, there's two things that I really got out of that. Number one is the one thing I really love about you in that just looking at your resume and talking with you is that, you know, people are always looking for that purpose. Like, it's like we spend so much time, like, this is the thing I'm supposed to do. This is the thing I'm supposed to do. And mm -hmm. how your life has unfolded, you've unfolded, like, all these amazing gifts um, and touched all these, all these amazing people. And you didn't just look for one thing. Like, I love that. Like you, you sharing that small bit about yourself is something that I think a lot of women especially need to hear because we always feel like we have this one thing that we're only good at, but it's not that. You're, you, you have a million things and you have an amazing journey. Like your life is an amazing journey. Um, tell us a little bit, cause I'm gonna get to, <laughs> tell a little bit. I mean, I know uh, Christina, uh, Delilah, Christina was a little bit of the motivation. What else was the motivation behind sitting down and decided to share literally your life journey in this book that that i honestly if there was one word uh, or maybe even two words right um that i can say all god because mm -hmm. i had no um you know years ago somebody had that i'd write a book and when she prophesied it to me i was literally sitting in this small church in a conference, I was at the lowest of the lowest point. Lila and I were in the shelter at that time. I'm like, God, I don't even understand what you're doing in my life and what's going on. So this woman literally began to, you know, talk to me. And then as she was talking and we were talking, she began to prophesy. And she was like, you're going to write books. And she's like, I see you this. And, you know, she said, I see you as a Joseph. You're going to be like standing in the gap, but you're going to write and you're going to this and you're going to, and I'm looking at her like, this thing don't know <laughs> what is going on right now. <laughs> like, she's like speaking all these things to me. And I just, Lord, I don't see it. I receive it, but I don't see it right. at all. And so, you know, I always thought that my first book was going to be about me and Lila and my journey towards her healing, right? So I never even thought that this book, 30 Days of Thanks, was going to be my first book. And literally one day, God began to say to me in my prayer time, he says, I want you to, I want you to begin to write your journey down. He said, and I want you to do, because I would always do, like I said in the book, right? I would always do my, my days of Thanksgiving. This was my journey by myself. Nobody knew. It was just me. And he was like, okay, this year you're going to do this journey, but you're going to share it, right? And you're going to tell your life story as you share going through your journey of gratitude. And I was like, what? 
he's like, yeah, I want you to share it. And then like, he was like, and I want you to share everything, right? No host bar, like put it all out there. And I was like, you got me telling my business to who and what and what's going on. And he was like, that's what I want you to do. And he said, I want you to invite people on the journey with you. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I really have to tell people like all my stuff, like everything. And he was like, yeah, you have to tell them everything. And he's like, invite them. So I literally, I invited like, you know, people. I, when I started, it was just like three or four people that I had, you know, that had responded to me. It was like, oh, I'll take the journey with you. And these are my friends and they love me. So they're like, okay, we're down <laughs> to do whatever God, with you, right? Like, we can't say no, right? We cannot say no. <laughs> He just like, they were the ones that agreed. So it was like three or four of them that said, we'll do it with you. And then God said, no, I want you to just send it out to people. So I was literally sending out these, you know, devotionals, these chapters every single day of just my gratitude to almost like 70 to a hundred people a day. And I would never get, like, I would get responses from maybe one or two people. So I was like, nobody's really, you know, reading this or, or listening to what I have to say. Nobody's really like, you know, taking this journey with me. And so I'm just writing. And someday the level of warfare that I would go through sharing a day, I'd be like, Lord, somebody must need to hear this because the enemy is just like attacking everything. Like I would have my, com my laptops break, screens begin to part, like all wow. kinds of not working. It just was all kinds of craziness that would happen. But then some days I would sit there and I would write and I would like just start bawling. Mm -hmm. I would fall. And, and it was, I had no idea at the time that God was asking me to go on this journey because he was bringing me to a different place and in him bringing to me to a different place. There were things that needed to be healed. There were things that needed to be dealt with. And sometimes we, we, you know, take those things and we put them in the compartment, right? And they're like buried deep there. And we think that we've dealt them. We think that we've dealt with them. We think that, you know, oh, I, I, I got that, you know, been there, done that. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like writing some days and I'm literally like weeping and crying like, oh my God, Lord, I didn't even know that that was still in me. I didn't know that you, you know, that was, that was there. I didn't know that I hadn't dealt with it in that capacity. I didn't know that I had to forgive some of these people. Like mm -hmm. I thought I gave them already, you know, but I was sitting there going through this journey and like writing down everything and purging. And he was actually using this journey to purge me and heal me. Right. So that's why it was a, a journey towards healing and deliverance. But I knew that with the level of warfare that was coming and that the ways in which like when I spoke with the level of authority that I spoke with in certain days when I was writing, I was like, I know that this is getting to the heart of people. And all of a sudden, you know, days in where I hadn't heard anything, I'm thinking, oh my God, like, I don't know why I'm doing this because nobody's listening. People would literally say, you don't even understand how this has just changed my world. Or you have no idea that I just got out of an abusive situation. I'm in a one bedroom. Uh, I just rented a room and I literally see the four walls and I'm reading what you said about shelter and it's giving me hope, you know, or, you know, oh my God, I had no idea 
that I could be an atheist. Like you make me want to believe in God again, right? You make me want to understand and know that there is something beyond myself, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Annabelle, I think, is on here, and I, and I love her, so I, I know I can shout her out, but <laughs> she, um, the first time she met me, I was actually doing the curriculum of the book with some young teenage moms, and we were on the chapter about forgiveness, and she looked at me, and she said, I don't like you. I'm not doing that, right? Like, I gave them some homework, and everybody who knows me loves homework, and she's like, I don't like you. I don't like you. I cannot do this. I cannot. And I was like, you can't, right? And and if you love God like you say you love God, right? If you want to serve God like you say. That obedience. Right. We have to get to the core of these issues that are stumbling blocks for us getting closer to, to him in our walk, for us going to the next level. Like these are those little, little things, right, that we haven't quite let go yet. And it's like, no, you have to forget. You have you know, to think about. And that's the things that like, you know, it's like part of the sweetest life, like that for me, like God is like that for like center, like that foundation. And, you know, I share that here on this, in this community, because it truly is like, if you can walk in that, like that real relationship with God, which is part of forgiveness and Mm -hmm. part of not holding strongholds and part of not having the spirit of bitterness. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you can really like start to build your life. Sweet life, it has nothing to do with like having a great home and having this and having financial, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, it really has to do with starting with forgiveness, starting with stepping, you know, leaving things behind you, starting with, you know, really building your life in here. Starting with loving yourself, right? Because most of us don't know how to love ourselves. And if the mandate is that we're supposed to love our neighbors, um, (laughs) we'll never know how to love a neighbor if we haven't quite grasped the concept of what it is to love ourselves first. And so, yeah, this journey was about that. And so I tell people all the time, be ready to cry, be ready to scream, be ready to yell, be ready to, you know, be upset and and all kinds of emotions in between because it's going to be that journey that really pulls your heart straight because it's going to make you evaluate yourself. The mirrors are going to be lifted before your face and you have to look at that reflection coming back and it's like... If there's things that have not quite been dealt with, we need to deal with those things. Yeah. And so that that's the journey. But God literally did that for me. And I was just like, what's going on? And in the middle of it, people are writing me like, do you know that you're writing your book? You, do you know you're writing your first book? Like, this is your first book. And I was just like, huh? And I'm like, whatever, keep going. And one of my really, really good friends, Carol McFarland, she missed some days and her family, one of her family members was sick at the time. So she would be doing some days and then, you know, have to focus on that. And one day she, she printed out all of the the chapters um, of all the days. And she literally took a picture and she said, I printed out everything and I'm going to go through everything. And I just want you to, I want you to see your book. And that picture became so real to me. And God was like, 
this is your book. Like people have been saying it and you didn't quite get it. But I think that physical manifestation, like. Exactly. Sometimes we need that, right? Sometimes we need to like, we know like something's supposed to work a certain way in our lives. And, you know, it's not like, you know, faith is like not seeing it. Faith is is not seeing it, right? But we sometimes need to see that what God said is true. And we need just a little pinch of like vision, you know, just a little so that we can keep going forward and then take that next step. But I, I want to read a little. I mean, I know I told you one of my favorite chapters, and I want you to read a little bit from, I mean, I want you to choose, so. No, actually, I wanted you to choose because that's what I we know, always I do. Know. It's like, and I it's you, like you choose really. what your favorite is, and we'll go through and we'll do, we'll, well read that's, it. That's like a really hard question. So, you know, <laughs> I told you I have bent pages all in here in writing, so I, I couldn't choose one favorite you know what would be really great though? Like, let me see. I don't know. You know, what? chapter two was like really okay. grabbed my heart. Okay. And so I want to have time to read to that. And that yes. was in the beginning. Everything after that was just like, like layers and icing for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. So day two, chapter two um, was called shelter. Right. And so I'll read a portion of that. Well, actually, if we have time, you let me know if we, we can do the whole thing, because I'm pretty sure that people um, will want to hear more. They'll be like, wait a minute, why she stop? Right and right then there? they can go and buy the book. <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly. Let's do a so, they- and then I want to share a little bit about something that really, um, that, that is really, that I really love about it in the end. Okay. There's some things in here that I really love I want to share. Okay. So day two. Happy second day of thanks. A few years ago, I was living during one of the best and worst of times in my life. My daughter and I became homeless and had to live within the New York City shelter system. Although I did not know or understand the purpose of why I had to be there at the time, in retrospect, it was necessary for my character, vocational development, and God's purpose to be fulfilled. It was the first time that I had seen poverty rear its ugly head and understood why and how cycles of poverty were perpetuated within generations of a family. Our shelter in Harlem had some of the most deplorable conditions of black mold, asbestos, lead-based paint, and hazardous materials which directly affected the health and well-being of the clients and their children, especially the asthmatics. My first room there was mice infested because there were so many uncovered holes in the walls and floors. We barely got sleep the first week because Jimmy and his cousins decided that they would use our SRO single room occupancy as a playroom when the lights went out. A significant portion of the room's ceilings had fallen and was never replaced. They covered it with a false ceiling that would fall when there was flooding from the room above. In the summers, there was an overwhelmingly exhausting heat because the old building had no air conditioners. In the winter, when the boiler broke, we had no water and some rooms were extremely frozen because there was no working electrical radiators to provide heat. One of the young girls living in the shelter kept getting bit by the cockroaches that infested her room. 
which was converted from a hallway closet and had no bathroom in it. Because she was allergic, her body had whelps all over it. When her dad, an undocumented immigrant, begged for a change of rooms, he was threatened with deportation from his caseworker. The manager of our hotel was a working junkie and gang leader who was also the drug dealer and supplier for our shelter's residents. There were a few drug raids, one which occurred during our second week in the shelter, which involved all but two apartments on the second floor section of the shelter where Lila and I lived. I remembered asking God to always keep Delilah from seeing and experiencing anything negative which we lived in that place. Thank God those prayers were answered. She missed every drug raid, every fallen ceiling, every room reconstruction, and the clearing of our room from the mold. My friend has a jar that she puts money in for her son's future therapy. I'm sure that I'm going to need a trust fund for the experiences Lila had, did have in that place. LOL. I'm going to pause right there. Um, well, I just when you read that and just reading that again, and I'll just tell you how I felt like I could feel every bit and my heart was just like, it was literally like torn apart to think that people have to, it's like touching me again. People mm -hmm. have to live like that because you know, because of the nature of the society we live in and how poverty is looked on. Mm -hmm. um, and just to see where you are now, like, mm -hmm. just, you know, it gives so much hope. And I, I wanted to share, and you people, you have to get this book. That's all I say. You have to get it, because that was just one <laughs> half of a page, and one and a half page. Um, and I'm about on day 16. And Shannabelle, thank you for the little secrets you put in my book. Um, just bring me so much joy. The one thing I truly, absolutely, on top of your stories, love, is that every chapter you give an opportunity to give. Mm -hmm. And that right there, to me, like, I want to get to the end, and I want to write down all of these organizations. Um, mm. Because literally at the end of every chapter, uh, Melissa shares a part of her story. But then she gives, like, at the end of chapter, she'll give an opportunity for you to give for you to, to share, for you to donate, for you to give time and, and resources. And that to me, like, sometimes I'm always thinking like, I'm not, you know, you're not sure about an organization and who you want to give to, how you want to, you know, be able to allocate your resources. But knowing that like you're sharing these, like, I mean, this, that, that part right there really, I'm like, I, really, I have all these like organizations like flipped over, like, okay, I got to give to them. I got to get them. Yeah. I can be part of that. <laughs> Um, and so if you think you're, if you're, and I know like you want to start doing some small groups and things. So I just want to encourage, um, if you're like this time of year, I thought was perfect because we're in the Thanksgiving time, beauty and Testament and your ability to write so many warm, so much warmly about such a challenging time. Yes. God is so good. And it really is because the way you've written this and the way you've, you know, written it out, you can feel everything. And then I just love like the part about friendship. Like, I mean, that was really cool. Cause I was like, there's people I need to reach out to. Like I need to connect more. I'm not going to tell you guys anything more <laughs> because I'm, I'm on day, I think on day 16. So I'm not telling you anything more. I would just encourage you and they, should, they can go to 30daysofthanks.com to purchase your copy. 
And mm -hmm. Melissa, are you going to be like trying to start any small groups soon? Like what is in Oh, the yes. Um, one of the things that God had put on my heart um, last year was to see if I could, you know, reach out to people and ask them if they would actually get a small group together to do um, the 30 days of thanks with me. Um, one person did it and he like bought, he he got like 25 or 26 of his friends to like buy books and they were like doing the 30 days of thanks to, uh, uh, together. And he was so impacted and he was like, oh my God, this was wonderful. Like I'm going to do this every year. Like we're going to do this every year. And I was like, oh my God, that's, that's so touching. I was like, I wish I could have got more people to do it because, you know, sometimes when God gives you something and you know how much it's impacting you, you want to bless other people with that same thing. And so it's like, well, I hope they realize like how good it is or, or like, I hope they realize like the, the, the level of like, for me personally, most people may not know this, but I spent like months in consecration uh, for this book. Right. And when I was literally like going to publish it, like just fasting and praying, like God, every single person that reads this book, touch their hearts, every single person, bless them in the ways, heal them in the ways that they need to be healed. And so sometimes when I don't get as many book sales about, I'm like, well, God, you know, I, I've been prayed for them to be blessed. Don't and I pray for them, to, you know, to, to, you know, just really get the nuggets and the wisdom, right, that they need. Um, and I was like, I just pray that they, you know, can grab it, right? I pray that they can like read through it and that you do the same thing for me, for them as you've done for me. And, you know, so sometimes it doesn't get as much traction, but I'm like, okay, you know, God, you know, you know who's supposed to read it because you know who I pray for, right? Like, I don't know who they are. I don't know when they're going to show up, but you know, they're going to get it at the right time, at the right moment, at the right season. And it's going to do what it needs to do uh, to bless their lives. And it will. And it will. Yeah. Yeah, this year I asked a couple of people, like, get together, you know, a small group of your friends, like, let's do the 30 days of things together. So I have one group that's actually about to start. Okay. Um, about that. I hope, you know, so many more other people join. And so there's ways in which we can do it. So I tell people, like, if you want to do a small group with just your group and, you know, it's just you guys, that's great. You do that. If you want me to come in, maybe we can do, like, once a week to facilitate, like, the curriculum piece of it, where we begin to unpack a day break it down and begin to like really talk about and explore other things like within that chapter um, that you may want to talk about. So there's a lot of different ways in which we can do that, but I'm excited. We, we do have a small group. I'm hoping that more people volunteer um, to have their own small groups. But I just, I just think that this book is definitely a blessing to folks who are open and receptive um, to, to really upgrade right in a way that you're not conscious of being grateful for the little things god really showed you after i read chapter two i was like i'm never complaining right. again about because he I, I literally was saying, well, i never well if i opened my mouth to ever <laughs> not be grateful for what i and i and as soon as i got i'm like i never will so if people want to join small groups how do they get in contact with you um, well, I can, I think you have my, did you put up my information? Um, they can definitely go to, uh, www.30dayofthanks.com, right? Pick up the book, leave me a message there. Um, cause I can get a message that way or they can, um, um, email 30daysofthanks1 at gmail.com and get me the same way. 
as well. And so um, any, and I think you have the card right there out, out of the book. So if you want to put that in a the chat, they can email me any one of those email addresses that um, is on the chapter. So I have to, <laughs> <laughs> I got to send it down. Okay. I can, I'll, you know what I'll do? Like when we, when I repost this, mm -hmm. I will add this information on there. Mm-hmm. And so if anyone definitely interested, or if you want to reach through me, like, you know, if you aren't able to get through, Melissa, contact me and I will get you connected with her. Um, Melissa, this was so good. And this has your number on there too. And the email. Okay. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Okay. So you see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny because it comes in like backwards when you show it that way. So. Oh, that's true. I forgot. <laughs> I'll put it in this interview on this talk when it's reposted in a few minutes. I will mm -hmm. add all this information in there. Melissa, we're gonna have to bring you. I'm gonna have to bring you back maybe okay. in like a couple weeks, like close, like, and we're gonna have to go through another 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 chapter and read through. Would that be okay with you? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much, you guys. Please head over to the website and get your copy. Uh, if anyone wants to join me on a journey, like I'm kind of already in there, but I definitely would love some friends to come along to talk about it um, and sharing it because just when I'm sitting down reading by myself sometimes and, you know, I'm just like, wow, like, you know, I'm writing in the, you know, writing and highlighting and, you know, it'd be really great to have some friends. So you can always DM me if you are interested in coming along for the journey with me and um, I would love that. And yeah. It's really, Melissa, I just realized I took my page to mark out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for joining me on this episode of Your Sweetest Life with Stephanie J. Hey, you guys, if you want more of this and you want to be motivated, inspired, and just get that information to really curate the life you love, join me over on Instagram and Facebook or join my email list where that's where I go first. If it's something's new, it's coming to you in the email. So I hope you guys have a fabulous day. And as always, keep reaching for your sweetest life. Bye.